Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 19 of That Brown Bish and I'm your host Nalani Selvasingam. So I just recently started going back to the gym and the last time I was there I was standing in the lobby and this girl, she was upstairs I think because for our gym you need to walk upstairs and that's where the main um, gym floor, changing rooms, everything is located on the top floor. And anyways, she was upstairs and then she remembered that she had forgotten to take a spray bottle. So I think that's one of the measures that they have at the gym is that each person gets their individual spray bottle so that not everyone is touching it. So she came back down the stairs and I'm standing in the lobby and I hear her interaction with the receptionist and she's like, oh, I forgot to get a spray bottle. And the receptionist handed her one and then said... While the girl was walking away, the receptionist said, have a good workout. And she's like, thank you, you too. (laughs) And that's not the funniest part because we've all been there when we're just so used to saying thank you, you too, or, you know, thanks, you too. It's just so much just like a reaction. And I've been there so many times. I cringe every time I do it but this girl she obviously realized what she had said and her reaction I actually almost started laughing out loud because it was so funny because yeah so she kind of like she had a little pause in her step like she's walking away she paused a little bit and she let out this like guttural sound (laughs) like it was like like I can't like when it clicked to her that what she said thanks you too oh my god it was so funny I almost died honestly I was like you know what I don't even need to work out this was this was good enough for me you know I'll catch you guys back tomorrow so Rowdy's birthday was this past weekend um we knew when we got him that his birthday was in October 2018 but we didn't know what exact date because the previous owner did not know what the exact birth date was so we just decided to give him October 31st Halloween we're gonna do that as his birthday date and since this was his first birthday with us we got him in January I was like I'm gonna make him a puppy cake and we're going to do this right you know Um, so the recipe called for a six inch round baking pan and I didn't have one I went to the store I couldn't find one checked out a couple stores actually and then I decided you know what I'm gonna just make him mini cupcakes or pup cakes (laughs) and um, we were also having other puppies over my sister was gonna bring her dogs Chino and Honey at least this way they can enjoy it too and each person can um, each person each dog could have their individual cupcake and I was hoping it would taste good enough where we can eat it too because the ingredients are all just normal ingredients you know they weren't dog specific and then when I topped off the cupcakes with whipped cream like no sugar just like heavy cream that was like whipped up and that part the dogs loved especially Rowdy like he was licking off all of his whipped cream then he was going to chino and honey and licking off all their whipped cream (laughs) like i kept feeling like i had to top off theirs because i'm like that's not fair they're not getting all of it and then he was eating the cupcake like like a few pieces and i knew like it would be too much for him to have a whole one so i was kind of monitoring that and then 
we opened the door because you know to let them out just so they can use the washroom and then he took like a half-eaten cupcake in his mouth and then started walking outside and i'm like i wonder what he's doing you know and he just went into the grass and then he just kind of flung like his neck was, was like ugh. Like, it was just like uh, this movement. I think he was trying to throw that cupcake as far away from himself as possible. That's what it looked like. And I was a little insulted, but I kind of tried to play it off like, oh, he wants to share with the squirrels. Oh my God, that's so cute. He wants to share with the little rabbits that come by our backyard, you know? And then he went back inside, which is weird because it was a nice day that day. At least it was like nice and sunny and everyone was outside. So why is this dude going back inside? So I was following him and then he took another one, like one of the other dogs is pup cake and it, Rowdy's a small dog. Okay. He's really small, like as in he's very thin. He doesn't have that big of a face, like his jaw isn't very pronounced okay it's it's not big at all it's not wide set and the pop cake the it struggled like one to fit like fully in his mouth but he took one whole one i was afraid like he was going to get like locked jaw and then he started walking back outside and i'm like now i'm like okay we need to you know reel this back in what exactly are you trying to do here and he did the same thing he went out on our deck walked onto the grass and then went and through the next one i was like okay now i'm insulted i am just going to throw the rest of the cupcakes out myself because i can't bear to watch you taking one by one and throwing it out in front of my face i can't because i put effort into that okay i tried it i tried a piece and it wasn't bad like i mean like it's not sweet enough and the flavor is not strong enough for humans to enjoy i think but like it's not bad it has peanut butter unsweetened applesauce so last week i was telling you guys my parents always had this tendency to choose the trick part of trick or treat you know they tricked me a lot a lot a lot a lot but we did give out candy like that was a thing my dad would always come back either the day before halloween or sometimes even on halloween day he is very frugal okay so he doesn't like to really spend money on what he thinks is unnecessary or are unnecessary so he wouldn't go to like no frills or walmart and buy traditional chocolates and candies oh no he will come back with so much like it would be an insane amount of candy and you just wonder where where did you go to get all this candy because i've never seen it in any stores never he would come with tons of candy and our job would be to open up the packages and throw it all into a big bag and we would have almost like a you know those small garbage bags like the black bags but like the smaller size ones not the ones for like the big garbage cans so that size full it would be completely full and he, we used to throw like loose candy in there like what the heck is that called uh the corn the corn 
candy corn, candy corn, like loose pieces of candy corn, like everything. And some of the candies look like they were expired and no one should be eating it, but it all went into the bag. Some were clearly like bootleg knockoff versions. There was like snackers, there was moors, there was um, Mr. Pig, Scardies, you know, there's like these random knockoff versions of chocolates. And we used to give a lot of candy. So when kids came by, and our street is very busy. When kids used to come by, we used to give like two handfuls, like almost like it was like using a sh- like a small shovel to like shovel candy because we had so much candy. And the kids would be excited because for them, well, I mean, I was a kid too. So like, these are just like my peers. Okay. So they would be excited because they're just like, oh my God, so much candy, but they're not really understanding what the quality of the candy is. You know, they're just excited because of the quantity. They're just like, oh my God, they're giving so much when like, you know, most houses you go to and they're just like, you know, one candy or two candy bars, you know, like, like that's all you're going to get. And then finally, I think one year my dad decided or he changed like he's just like we are going to give normal candy so he would actually go to no frills or walmart and buy regular chocolate bars and the mini ones obviously because we're not like that but he bought the regular stuff but obviously he bought less he bought less than what he used to buy so we couldn't give out these like handfuls and handfuls and you know we couldn't shovel candy into the kids bags we started to do what everyone else would do. We would give like one or two candies per kid. And I remember one year I was giving out candy and these um, kids came. Well, I think they were probably older than me because I don't know why, you know, they they came and it was these guys. And, you know, I, I just gave a few pieces of candy to each of them. And then one was like to the other person, like, Oh, the old owners must have moved, yo. They used to give so much candy. <laughs> and I was like, no, that was us too. But, you know, now we're getting better chocolate. Like, I felt like I needed to explain why the amount of candy has, like, dwindled down now. And you can tell, like, that guy probably told his friend, like, yo, I know a house. I know a house we can go. We could get a lot of candy. Okay, I know a house. And unfortunately, they were disappointed so one of the years, I'm pretty sure this was in elementary school. I think I was probably like in grade seven or eight. And my parents actually allowed me to go trick-or-treating. But of course, like my curfew was way earlier than everybody else's. But regardless, I was just excited that I got to go, that I got to see my friends outside of school with my parents' permission. Like I should make that clear because I did do other stuff anyway. So I went trick-or-treating and we went up to the Tamil house and I actually felt bad because they opened the door and you can tell that they probably had just come to Canada they weren't very familiar with Halloween and when we said trick-or-treat I it was really dark at that time so it's hard for me to believe that no one else had come up until that point the daughter opened the door and she was probably at that time in her late teens early 20s like around that age and we were like trick-or-treat and she just smiled and she said one second or one minute or something like that and then she turned and she's walking into the house and she's like Amma choka <laughs> and 
obviously I could understand what they're saying because my friends were Tamil speaking so uh, and I could hear them like opening drawers and trying to find something and then it was like five minutes and really we should have just walked away we should have just moved on but for whatever reason we waited and then they came back or she came back with like this biscuit tin and she opened it and then she just started dropping like two um like wafer cookies in each of our bags and i was just like we are not going to eat that it's gonna get all mushed in the bag and then leave a film of wafer dust all over the rest of our chocolates thank you so a lot of the people loved the photo that i posted on instagram if you haven't seen it yet please do go and check it out it was from the time that i went to nightmares in niagara falls with my cousins and like i said at that time when i was talking about it the worst part is keeping it in that really is the worst part when you're scared when something surprises you i feel like it, it's keeping it in so it's like just let it out you know i learned that thankfully earlier on and now i'm just like if i'm scared i'm gonna scream i don't care i'm not gonna try and be this cool person who's just like yeah well, i'm fine this is fine i feel fine that didn't phase me so obviously it was halloween so we wanted to watch a scary movie we're gonna go over to my sister's house to watch it and seven o'clock came and no trick-or-treaters came so we just went to my sister's house i think they had one trick-or-treater come all night and akash came by the house a little later on to just kind of shower because he had a decor set up that day so he came by to shower and then come to my sister's house to meet us there and at that time someone had come and he gave them chocolate and he gave them a lot of chocolate because he was just like please take this or else nilani is going to be eating it for the next month we got to my sister's place and then we're like okay well we need to now wait for akash to come so that took another you know how hard it is to sit down and just watch a fucking movie sometimes like just let's just watch the damn fucking movie can we just do that we had to wait for akash to come and then when akash came i was like we have to wait for him to eat and then after he was done eating we finally all went and sat down and the son will get up like oh i need to use the washroom and then everybody like oh my god oh my god why couldn't you use the washroom when akash was eating and then when that person comes back someone else gets up like i'm gonna get a drink and then when they come back it's like someone else is like i need to go to the washroom now oh my oh. it took so long just to get that movie started and i was ready to fall asleep i'm sorry there's a reason i don't go to nine o'clock shows i remember the first movie that i fell asleep in it was a 10 o'clock show we went to watch savaji and i ended up knocking out like half an hour into the movie and rajini was stellar in that okay he was a stellar and i still managed to fall asleep and that's when i knew things are not the same anymore they will never be the same don't agree to a 10 p.m movie anymore no 9 p.m movies eight and earlier anyway we watched insidious and that movie is a scary movie but once it started like i told you a lot of these scary movies they're very similar where it just kind of blends together you don't know what movie you watched and i was convinced i never watched insidious and then five minutes in i'm like i've seen this movie before but i didn't remember 
too much of it, which was good. And it was a good movie. I screamed a lot. I jumped a lot. That ending part with that red face guy was a little weird and I feel like that could have been just dealt with a little better because it was just it was just too just weird for me. But it was a good movie. And then they were like, let's watch part two. And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I was awake for, I think, like 20 minutes of that. And then I was like, OK, guys, I'm going to bed. I, I can't do this. I also watched Parasite a couple weeks ago. And by God, I do not understand why there was so much hype over that movie. The number of times that I had to Google to make sure we were we were watching the right Parasite movie, like <laughs> we're like this is maybe something else, something else called Parasite. And yes, I was high when I watched it, but I mean, would it have been better if I wasn't? Honestly, the movie should have ended when each of them got a job at the house. You know, it should have ended there. You know, they infiltrated this family and I remember when that was happening like now that I think I don't know who was the last person the dad or the mom to get a job at the house right at that moment is when I was getting I was starting to feel the half uh, gummy something that I had eaten and my last sentence like I just want to get it out so they understand I'm like oh they're they're the parasites you know they're uh thinking on to this family and they're uh, taking all its nutrients kind of you know all their resources and money and you know they're they're the parasites and I'm, I'm making sure everyone knows that like I'm aware I know what's happening and this is what the thing is of the movie because no one had said it yet like oh and we get it now and I remember saying it and because I thought this movie is ending now anyways, and I obviously want to be the first one to be like, oh, I figured it out. I, I understand why it's called Parasite now. The movie should have ended there. But there was like four hours of movie after that with so many things happening. And because I was high too, I was just like, what the heck? What the heck? And there was that unnecessary sex scene that was so... Ugh. We fast forwarded because we're just like, what? no, 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 we're not doing this. We just want to be scared, but not in that kind of way. Not scared by that. And the only thing we can think of was the whole world is in on this prank. Everyone watches it, knows it's a shit movie, but they pretend that it's good because now they're now part of the prank. And that was the only explanation that we could think of. And I was thinking of this while high. And when I Googled the reviews after the movie was done, because I was like, I want to see what the bad reviews say. Not the good ones. I want to see what the bad reviews say. And the first one I saw said the exact same thing. That person thought the exact same thing. The whole world is in on this prank. Because you act like the movie is amazing to get other people to watch it and suffer like you did. And if that's the case... Bravo. Bravo. Tamil movies are not so great with the scary stuff. Um, I remember Chandramugi was something that terrified me. And, and when I posted the question on Instagram asking people to let me know their scary movies, one of my friends had responded saying Chandramugi. Because for, I think, weeks after I watched that movie, I remember being in bed and I couldn't turn off the light. I slept with the light on and I would just hear da -da, like over and over again. Like it was just that sound that 
thing was just in my brain. But other than that, like, yeah, the Tamil movies, scary movies, they have some nice thrillers out there, but in terms of horror, like, not too many. But by far, the scariest Tamil thing that I've ever seen is Solva de la Munme. And if you disagree, I urge you, I urge you to please go watch that show. You can find it online. Go watch that show, okay? So for the non-Tams who don't know what show I'm talking about, so it's basically like Judge Judy, but without a judge. You just have like an intermediary, and then and that person is going to say her verdict, I guess, at the end, and you'll have two sides. And the scary part is the stories that come on these shows. It's people accusing other people of stealing their kid when their kid was small and raising it as their own. It's people coming on and saying, you know, I'm in love with my sister. People coming and saying, I'm married, but I have three boyfriends. Like, it's like absolutely crazy. And it's crazier because we Tamils like to pretend like we're above it all. Like, we're very conservative in a lot of respects. So when you see this kind of drama unfold on TV, you're like, what the hell? It's traumatic. And I know some of you are listening and you're going to be like, well, they're Indian Tamil. Because <laughs> that's what we like to do. We like to be like, oh, Indian Tamil. We like, we like to separate it. They're not Sri Lankan Tamil. We're better. That's only for bad things, though. So if it's something good, like that Google guy, whatever his name is. Is it Google or Yahoo or something, that brown guy? Then it's like, oh, he's Tamil. Eha Rahman. Oh, he's Tamil. You know, we like to be like, oh, you know, he's Tamil. We're Tamil. There's no differentiation like, oh, you're Indian Tamil. We're Sri Lankan Tamil. Well, when it's bad stuff, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please let's make it clear that we are not the same. Oof, this one ran along a little bit. Thank you, everyone. Especially those who are still listening. (laughs) Next week, I'm going to have Akash on my podcast so if you have any questions anything you want to ask us please do send those questions in you can dm me you can message me on whatsapp or text me you can email me at thatbrownbish at gmail.com it's going to be my first show first episode with a guest and it's going to be my 20th episode so it's exciting grateful thankful blessed peace